Welcome to the EdTech MacGyver Podcast. Get your paper clips ready, because we're about to cover some explosive ideas. Your host, Joe Marquez. Welcome, everybody. I am so thankful that you're here to join me again for another episode of the EdTech MacGyver Podcast. My name is Joe Marquez, uh, and you can find me on Twitter at JoeMarquez70. And this podcast is meant to give you a quick tip or hack of a tool you're probably already using, just a different spin on that tool. And then at the end of the podcast, we're going to go ahead and give you some information on a new feature that Google is rolling out um, recently. So today I want to talk about some of the most utilized tools on the internet, and that is Kahoot and quizzes. Now, if you've been in a cave and you don't know what Kahoot or quizzes is, uh, these are platforms that allow you to do quick formative assessments on student knowledge. Um, Kahoot um, allows the teacher to pace that lesson uh, where they put the question and the possible answers on the main screen and main screen. And then on the student screens, they have uh, color coded buttons where they would select which answer they believe uh, corresponds to the question. And the teacher gets quick analytics back to see if the majority of the class understands it. And if not, they can go over it um, to help the students understand the material. Quizzes is a little bit different in that it's student paced where the teacher does have all the questions up there and um, and uh, all the possible answers um, are on there as well. But the students are given the question and the possible answers on their screen and they get to answer it as quickly as they want. And when they answer it, they move forward. So it allows the students to kind of work at a different pace. Now, yes, the teachers can put time limits on those questions, uh, but for a true formative assessment, I usually allow it for unlimited time uh, so the students can really take their time on answering those questions. But the problem we have here with these tools, and, and I'm not saying these tools are a problem, great for those quick uh, assessments of learning, but the the problem is the students have no equity in the creation of these um, assignments or, or these, these quizzes. And really, if we want our students to take more of a, of, a, of a role in the classroom, we want them to be the creators of content. Now, you could have them log in to a Kahoot or a Quizzes and make their own, but there's two things that are wrong with that. One, uh, we don't know if your school district will allow that. We don't know if that student privacy of them logging in as, as a creator uh, will pull any of their information. So you don't want to do that without talking to your district. And that could take a while to get approved. Now, also, you don't really want the students to be on there and... Um, making these quizzes by themselves, right? I mean, that's just putting it into another category now. You're, you're not having that collaboration, that communication of creating these quizzes together. Because if you have the students do that, now you have 30 different quizzes for the same kind of idea with varying information on those quizzes. So having the kids make their own really doesn't work. But what you can do is a little hack that I found. And this hack works for both Kahoot and quizzes. And it works because um, you can upload a spreadsheet of questions and answers to Kahoot and quizzes to automatically create a quiz. Now, this is this is great uh, for departments now, right? So a department could have a spreadsheet, uh, let's say for a unit one quiz, and they could put uh, questions on there and that, that let's say you're utilizing Google Sheets. The teachers 
can then put questions and possible answers and they can collaboratively work together on creating a common Kahoot or a common quizzes. And when they're ready to go, they just upload, go, they just upload the sheet. Now that works because uh, we would assume the rest of our <laughs> department wouldn't go in there and delete our questions or delete our answers. If we did this for students and we gave them a common sheet to all collaborate on at once, you're going to have some, some of those students go in there and delete each other's questions, change the possible answers. You're going to have some scallywags in there doing some, some uh, funny little things. Well, at least they think they're funny. So how can you protect the input range that the students are putting in from those other students who could possibly change it? And the answer is utilizing Google Forms. So by utilizing Google Forms and asking the questions in the exact order that the spreadsheet needs to have that upload occur will allow you to uh, gather student information from a singular form, uh, which will automatically populate a spreadsheet. And so, okay, now that we've gone over our chemistry lesson, now that we know what protons, neutrons, and electrons are, now that we know uh, what a Lewis dot diagram is, now that we know what ions are, anions, cations, now that we know all those things, I want you to come up with one question, four possible answers, a time that that question should be on the screen, and then which of those four possible answers are correct. And by doing it in that order, It'll automatically populate the spreadsheet in the order that the tools want it to be uploaded. And once it's done, all you do is download that Google Sheet as an XLS file, an Excel file, and then you hit create, upload file, and boom, you have the entire quiz that your students helped collaborate and create on automatically uploaded to Kahoot or Quizzes. Now, the same spreadsheet order, spreadsheet order is not the exact same for Kahoot and quizzes. They are a little bit different. So if you would like a copy of these in the show notes, I'm going to put a forced copy of the form for Kahoot and a forced copy of the form for quizzes in those show notes. So all you would have to do is click on it and automatically create a formatted copy of a form that will already create a spreadsheet in the order needed uh, to get those student created quizzes for your classroom. I'm also going to include a link to a how-to video for Kahoot and a how-to video for quizzes on how you can easily have your students participate and create these quizzes as well. I am incredibly for the students utilization of the four C's within the classroom. I always say if, if you're not at least utilizing two C's within a lesson, we're not really utilizing technology correctly or just not utilizing the lesson correctly, right? Write and communicate and be creative with all these things. It's extremely important for our students. Um, so I, I, I really, I really think that you should try this. And uh, because the forms are already created for you, this is something that you can listen to today and use tomorrow. Unless it's Friday, then listen to today, have fun over the weekend, and then use on Monday. So that is our hack for the week. It's the Kahoot or Quizzes Kid Quizmaker hack. Um, and I would really love to know if you did use this in your classroom. So uh, please tweet at me at JoeMarquez70 and just let me say, hey, I listened to episode two on the Kahoot Quizmaker hack and we tried it in class and, and this is what happened. And, and also... Tell me if it didn't work. Tell me the things that didn't work because we are 
um, we, we really need to start on, on social media sharing the fails, right? We don't want people to think everything works perfectly the first time because then everybody who doesn't have it work perfectly the first time thinks that they're a failure. It's just that, you know, time and tweaking that is needed uh, to make these changes. So that's the hack for the week. Uh, and now I want to introduce you to a new thing coming out for Google. And this one is incredibly uh, exciting because it's something that a lot of people have been asking for. Now, traditionally, if you want to be working with a PDF uh, within your Google Drive, um, you would have to uh, right click and say open as Google Doc, and it would convert that PDF um, into editable text. But let's say you just want them to write on top of the PDF, right? Traditionally as well, you'd have to go and add a secondary or third party app to that. Something like Kami or DocHub. And now don't get me wrong, those are two great programs. I, I use Kami like crazy uh, in the classrooms for quick annotations on PDFs. But I've always wanted there to be a native app within Google Docs. Like I just want to double click on that application and boom, I can write right on top of the PDF. PDF and it automatically, when I'm done, saves to my drive. That's what I would like. Well, ding, 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 guess what? It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's going to be available right now. It is only available in the development channel um, for uh, the Chrome OS 74 and above uh, the dev channel and the Canary build of Chrome OS. Um, if you have a Chromebook that you own that's not managed by a school, you can actually go into your settings, drop all the way down to where it says about Chrome, uh, and you can actually change your build from the stable build uh, to the development channel build. And this would allow you to at least uh, try out these new tools. Now, the way that you would do it is you'd go into your about Chrome. Is, once again, this is for a Chromebook. It's not going to work on a PC running Chrome. It has to be the Chrome OS that the operating system is running off of. But uh, once you can check to see that you are on uh, a development build of 74 or above, uh, go to the Chrome flags screen. Uh, and what that is, it's it's a URL. You type in Chrome, uh, your colons, forward slash, forward slash, and the word flags. And it'll bring you to the experimental page of your Google Chrome OS. And um, it'll let you enable or disable a variety of functions uh, that Chrome can do. And remember, a lot of these are experimental builds. They're testing them. And when they finally get them right, they'll actually roll them out to a stable build of the Chrome OS. Uh, but if you do have that development channel build, go ahead and check it out. Go to that Chrome colon forward slash forward slash flags, type in PDF annotate, and you will see it right there. Click on enable, restart your computer, and then open up a PDF. You should be able to have a very easy to use annotation tool uh, with it that it would uh, change the different colors of your ink. You can write right on top of that PDF right out of your Google Drive and it will automatically save as another file, an annotated file, leaving your original template intact um, that can then be saved right into your Google Drive. So I'm super excited about this. Uh, I'm excited about it because um, it, it, it works pretty well in the development channel, which means it should be on fast pace to be placed into the uh, stable channels. Um, and so this is going to be great for next school year uh, when we do have these PDFs we want our students to be linking to. Well, as always, I promise to always keep these podcasts short uh, within a minute or two of 10 minutes. And we are sitting at about 11 minutes right now. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I really, really, really want to know if you're using any of these hacks and I want to know if they work. And if you have a hack out there, 
If you have a hack that you're using and we have not showcased on this show yet, uh, direct message me, tweet me, let me know your hack. And if we use your hack on the show, I will give you a call out. I will share your Twitter handle and I will send you a EdTech MacGyver podcast sticker that will only be available uh, for those people who are contributing to the show. Thank you once again. Have yourself a great day. Uh, Make sure that you're taking those paper clips, making sure that you're hacking them together and creating explosive lessons. Thank you so much. Have a great evening. And do not ever forget that you are the most important tool in the classroom. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the EdTech MacGyver with your host, Joe Marquez. Please connect with him on Twitter at Joe Marquez 70 And don't forget, follow up with Sons of Technology, the podcast. Available everywhere podcasts are produced. Thank you and keep on hacking.